1: Steve Teal with Very Bold Radio and Podcast here with Bethany Beal of Girl Defined. We're at KSLR AM 630 up on the 12th floor. Beautiful view. Right now, beautiful view of the blinds. But that's okay. (laughs) The airport's over there. And I'm really excited. I want you to see Bethany on the the Crow's Nest, as Marksman calls it, because we're going to be talking about – uh, their new book, her and her sister Kristen Clark of Girl Defined, have just literally yeah. like yesterday released like, the book. Like
0: yeah, this week, so it's very fresh.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very fresh. Shine Bright, a devotional book, and we want to talk about that. We want to talk about the conference yeah. coming up. Also, kind of want to get an update because you're mommy now. I
0: know, and so very there's <laughs> there's a
1: lot going on, and you yeah. guys just continue to make an incredible <laughs> impact around the world.
0: We're trying, you know, every season is different. It's like, oh, you know, the last year has been crazy, and then life stuff, you know – I'm 32 and I didn't get married until 30. So running Girl Defined Ministries as this unmarried single is very different from running it as a married now mom. It's like, oh, my time looks really different. I can't just do whatever I want. And, you know, so I do a lot of work early in the mornings. I work very fast over nap time. It's like, oh, if I have an hour, I have never worked so fast. (laughs)
1: How how do you do it? I mean,
0: Yeah, it's been really interesting because I am the primary caretaker of Davey. I love being a mom. I really value that. I love, you know, just spending time with him and absorbing all those moments. I'm a big believer in just being with him. And so um, it's been interesting adjusting my schedule. Thankfully, my husband is super supportive and loves what I get to do with Girl Defined and just sees how energizing and passionate I am about that. And so Kristen and I have really just had to expand our team. So we have started to... Hire people to handle the stuff that we could do but don't necessarily have to do. So okay. we have like a social media manager now. Oh, we have someone who handles like all of our store, our shop, shipping, all the
1: Whoa. advertising
0: that goes along with that, like conference manager. Um, we have a publicist now and just wow. she handles a lot of communication. So just a lot of uh, like additional team members and that's really taken a load off. But they can't do necessarily stuff like this, you know, like right. interviews mm-hmm. or writing the book or stuff that, you know, being the face of Girl Define that right. Kristen and I have to do. So we um, you know, we have narrowed down our time to focus on the things that we have to do and then have kind of allowed our team to pick up, That's pick awesome. up the other things. So When it
1: comes to Girl Define, what are kind of the top things that come to your mind of I just love to do this?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess the top things that I love to do are speaking <laughs> and like, put me on a stage, put me in front of a yeah. crowd, and I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Put me behind a computer with, like, a, you know, a blank page, and I have to write a manuscript, and it's so hard. But I love that, you know, God, he reminds me all of the time that, you know, it's him who chooses to use us. And just like it says, you know, he in – he, his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And right. so even though I feel mm-hmm. more naturally inclined to speaking or being on stage, and I'm like, I love our conference because it's like they're all the girls and I get yeah. to see them in person and it's face-to-face and the energy, it's just – Amazing and then when you're behind a computer you're like, if your brain's not working that great, it's like, Well, okay. It's just me, you know, and my brain is not thinking of anything. Um, but that's been an awesome opportunity to just be much more prayerful and remember mm. like, Okay, God, you're really gonna have to show up here because Yeah. You have not naturally inclined me to this, and I need you. And so it's been amazing to see. We've, you know, written three books Girl Find Love to Find and Sex Purity and the Longings of a Girl's Heart, and now Shine Bright the Devotional. Yes. Which is really exciting. Yeah. And then we have another book coming out this fall. You called, probably
1: can't tell us. Can you tell yeah, us the Yeah, yeah, I can tell okay. you. It's,
0: it's called Not Part of the Plan Trusting Ooh. God with the Twists and Turns of Your Story. Oh, come and so on. It's that sounds really, really exciting. Good. Yeah. And it's really just the story of the last, really, 10 to 15 years of Kristen and I's life. Okay. And so it just kind of interrupts intertwines us as sisters and just really how life didn't turn out the way that we thought it would and how we learn to trust God and really thrive and see that God is good even when we don't get the things we want or when life didn't go the way that we planned and so you yeah. know, not part of the plan it's like most of our lives when we look back even if you're young you look back and you're like wait I didn't necessarily expect this or want this or why why did this have to happen like God you know and so just going back to who who is God, going to his word and seeing who does he say he is, not who do we think that he is. Right. Um, and just hopefully encouragement through our story to see, like, Kristen and I, we're just regular girls, and life didn't go exactly the way that we thought, you know, it should. But we, by the grace of God, have been on a journey of learning to trust him and thrive even in the midst of the unknowns and what ifs. So that's coming out this fall. So it feels like, you know twenty twenty one going cross-eyed a little bit like, okay, wait, <laughs> you know, we're already starting to book interviews for the fall, but we just launched Shine Bright. It's like, wait, right. what am I talking about? Shine, trust what? Right, <laughs> right,
1: right, 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 right. I can't keep
0: track. Well, I want to
1: talk about the book, but tell me first, just what does your prayer life kind of look like? Yeah. like what does your prayer life look like?
0: That's a great question. Um, I am a big fan of like notebooks and real physical, like, notebooks and journaling and everything like that. Um, Kristen and I are a little bit different in that way. She's, like, Miss Technology. She's got her iPad and every, like, app and plan. And so she's probably – it's probably helping her accomplish her prayer life better because I'm just kind of traditional old-fashioned. But um, my favorite way to spend time in prayer and to really just – I don't know, get focused on. I, I feel like my brain's always distracted. So when I sit down and I have my prayer journal out, it, for me, it's just a notebook, and I will just literally start journaling my prayers in yeah. the notebook. And I have found for me that it's the best way for me to actually keep my mind focused on what I'm talking to God about. And so I have. I actually have a couple different prayer journals. I have one that's specifically really? for like my marriage and my husband okay. and I'll often especially with my husband I will just write out prayers of like praise and thanks and really just thanking God for all of the wonderful things about him because I found you know even being married you just want to you know, you want to focus on the 90% good about yourself and only the 10% bad about yourself. Like, I'm pretty good. But with your spouse, it's like, you see the 90%, you know, where you're like, I can't believe they didn't take out the trash or whatever, when they're like, actually really awesome. So one of my mentors encouraged me like, hey, keep a journal or just even a list of all the wonderful things. And, you know, it just, it totally changes your perspective and your attitude and just choosing joy. And I have a wonderful husband, but it just, you know, it, it helps with that. So I have a prayer journal for that. And then, just a prayer journal for, like, life. And then I recently, with the start of this book, actually got another journal out. I know it's a lot of journals. No, I love it. But to specifically pray for Girl Defined Ministries and the sisterhood, you know, the Girl Defined Sisterhood that we call them and shine bright and just a reminder that I can do all the human effort, but if God is not blessing Mm. it and a part of it, then it's like, what's the point? And so, you know, even launching a book, it's very um, scary and, you know, I guess, like, intimidating and... There's a lot of pressure on the line because, you know, the facts of the matter are, like, if you are getting published and you don't sell books, the publisher is going to be like, well, you know, they have to stay in business. So it's really hard because even, like, as a Christian, you're like, I want this. You're passionate about the message. But then you also have to care about, like, getting the message out there and people getting it. And so it's that hard balance. And so I've just had to really – go to prayer a lot. And even like, you know, the old hymn, I Surrender All. I've Mm -hmm, been mm -hmm. singing that a lot, just kind of meditating on that in my mind as almost like a prayer, just remembering it's like surrendering it to the Lord, like working hard, doing my best, but then surrendering it to the Lord and trusting him and letting him, you know, have the outcome that he wants and him getting this into the hands of the girls that he wants. And that's so freeing. So that's kind of like a large overview of what my prayer life looks like, but all of those things for me are super helpful in just helping me to be at rest and to be at peace to know that I can trust God and that he's sovereign and that he is good and that, you know, he – even just the connections. He has all the connections in the world. He knows everyone, you know, so right. if he wants my book somewhere, he can make it happen more than my own human efforts. So when right. I remember that, I'm like, oh, yeah. God, you're pretty awesome. Like, I don't have to stress so much about this. <laughs> so, That's great. I yeah. love that.
1: All right, go go real quick just to, you know, when you talk about your husband's like positive traits, what are some of those things that come up? And do you ever share those prayers with him?
0: You know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I've thought of that. I'm like, if I die one day and he finds this journal, he's going to be so happy. You know, like they can read it at my <laughs> funeral. Like, look at all the wonderful things <laughs> Bethany said about her husband. I haven't actually shown him yet yeah. because I, I don't know I want it to be that sort of thing where it's like you know more of my heart and my mindset okay. about him and not okay. him like oh look she's journaling over there. Is she having a hard day she has to remember all my good qualities you know I don't yeah. want him to yeah. feel weird about it um, but yeah I know he you know he probably would like to see it. Maybe he's peaked. I'm not really sure. But
1: You should share something with him. I say that because my wife, Chris, is yeah. wonderful and beautiful. And in her prayer time, every once in a while, you know, she's just listening for the voice of God and she's yeah. writing down things. Every once in a while, she'll let me mm. see. And it definitely fills my heart, builds my That's heart up awesome. a little bit. So,
0: Well, you are the experienced, long-married <laughs> man, so I should take advice from you. I've only been married two and a half years. I don't know anything.
1: We'll see how it goes and let me know. See how it That's goes. That's a good
0: Idea actually, okay. I not thought of that. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, I really like that. Okay, all right.
1: Yeah. I I want to talk about the book. I also want to ask you just what kind of things do you pray for the girl to find sisterhood, yeah. so especially since they're watching on your yeah. Instagram. What do you pray for them?
0: You know, I just feel like it's a really hard time, just in general, to be a Christian all throughout history. It's yeah. hard, but I feel like right now, especially in a day and age where there are so many messages. Social media, media, music, music videos. I just feel like it's so hard and confusing. Um, And so my biggest prayer really is that they – wouldn't just be young women and women who listen to the voices, even my voice, you know, I want them to be really like the New Testament talks about the Bereans who listen to, you know, the teachers or the wise teachers, but then go to God's word for themselves. And that's the entire point of shine bright is to say, you know, we write books and stuff and we, we talk and we share, but if you're just stopping there that like, we have not been successful. We want you to open God's word for yourself to see truth for yourself. So my biggest prayer for them is really that they would become women who actually love God and love his word and they don't just attend church and grow up in a Christian family or do this good, you know, Bible study where they're like, okay, checking off all the boxes, but that their heart would actually be in it. And so many of the things that, you know, that they are struggling with, which I myself struggled with too and struggle, you know, every day it's a battle to live for the Lord and put self aside, but... I feel like the more we spend time with God, the more that we come to love him and understand who he is, and then we're able to spot those lies. So when we hear, you know, a song or, you know, we see, oh... The woman of the year, you know, this year is just, in my opinion, you know, a horrible example for modern women. And, you know, it's basically like, oh, are we as women Mm. just the sum of our bodies? Are we really just like sex objects? Is that all that we are? Because that's really what modern feminism is kind of saying. No, you're not that, but you're also that because here's the woman that we're holding up as the woman of the year. And that's what she's propagating is that you are basically the sum of your body. And so I want young women to when they because I know they're going to either at some point see these videos or hear about this on the news or, you know, hear girls at school talking about it. And so mm. they can discern like, oh, who does God say I am? Mm. Do these people have any authority to define what it means to be a woman? Well, no, they didn't create me. So why why should I listen to them, you know? But if they are, if these young women are not in God's word, how are they going to be able to discern that? And how are they going to be able to, when they have all these messages going coming in, how are they supposed to filter it through yeah. truth? You know, so my, that's my biggest prayer is that they would – be in God's word. Meditate on God's word so that they can have truth in their minds, so that they can spot lies. Because it is just in our own human wisdom and our own right. emotions, we don't have what it takes, you right. know. So that would be the biggest prayer.
1: Okay. When, I, when you think about these girls and the struggles, uh, if uh, – again, I'm just putting you on the spot. You're so, oh, no. you're so quick, so smart.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: What are – When they're asking, like, who am I in God, in Christ, what are sort of the three things that come to your mind? Again, three. The three things that come to your mind that are, man, I want them to know this Mm. today.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I love the passage in Psalms where it talks about, like, how God is our creator and he knitted us together in our Mm. mother's womb. So, one, that he is your creator. I think that's super important to know that God, like, God, you are my creator. Not just Other people's out there, but you are my creator. And then also my father, like you, Mm. you love me so much, and you are a perfect father, not to be compared to other, my, your earthly father, or, you know, maybe another father that you see. Like God is so much more loving and gracious and kind and perfect. And that's ultimately our father who we can communicate with every single day. So those two things. But then also, The end result isn't that just that God is our creator and our father, but he gave us our bodies and our lives to live for him. And I think Mm. the more that we just as humans in general forget about ourselves and really live for God's glory and live like, you know, my book, Shine Bright, the whole premise of the passage that it comes from in Matthew 5, 16, Mm. where it talks all about being the light of the world and shining bright. It's not just so that other people can look at us and say, like, oh, look at that. Great. You know, she's got her life all together. No, it's all about pointing God, you know to God and it's yeah. for his glory so the whole purpose of shining bright is to point others to Christ and to live for him and i think there is such an obsession with self in our modern culture and, you know, I mean, just social media in general, I am, I fall into that trap too of just like wanting to promote myself. Oh yeah. Promote myself or getting caught up in the likes and do people like this? Do people not, you know, like do people think that this is great or not? Or even just like, Oh, do people buy my books? Is that a reflection on me? It's like, forget about yourself, Bethany. And remember like you are Mm. a servant of Christ and you should do it all for God's glory. I mean, I always go back to, and it's, you know, an example in scripture, but Mary, the mother of Jesus, and yeah. she talks about how I am the servant of the Lord. Let you, mm. you do with me what you will. And so she completely Good. surrenders to God's will for her her life and his plan for her life. And I think that's a huge thing. I think that we would be so free if we were willing to live our lives for God's glory and to serve him. And if we said, you know, I I don't really understand, but it's not about me and God yeah. If if I'm single, use me for your glory. If I'm married, if I can have children, if I can't, if my family's not the way, the perfect family I wish it always were, like, you can use me in my circumstances for your glory. And we can see example after example of amazing heroes of the faith, men and women in scripture whose circumstances were less than ideal. But they said, God, like, use me and Mm. I want to live for you. And they were able to really have joy and contentment even in, like, not ideal circumstances? And just how freeing would that be if that's how we lived, you know? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's good. I was just talking about in a coach's Bible study this morning. uh, It sounds unrelated, but we were talking about, like, praying for our kids Mm -hmm. and how the easy prayer to pray is just, you know, kind of their happiness, their uh, circumstances, and we were trying to talk about, well— and maybe we need to redefine success like for our kids. That's and, a good point. Um, what do you, how would you define kind of godly success? You're so good at on-the-spot stuff. <laughs> she's, she's too good at on-the-spot, so I just keep putting her there.
0: Um, you know, I think that that's something I'll ha- I have been thinking through. I only have a 14-month-old. You know, you are the right. experienced father <laughs> and the wise one between us. <laughs>
1: Forget that, wise Mark. Take that out. That's not no. true. Yeah, it's experience. It's very true. true.
0: We have been here many years at Very Bold Ministries, and Chris and I always walk away. Like you know, we've been here together. We've been here individually, and we always walk away just so encouraged and inspired and challenged. So these conversations are like so beneficial for for me. But well,
1: time out, time out. You think <laughs> about your answer because I, I want to talk and just say. Girl Defined is so important. I know if you're watching this um, with Girl Defined's Instagram feed, you know that Girl Defined is just so important. So that's why we are so blessed by what Kristen and Bethany are doing in their call, answering their call that God has put on their heart to make a difference in your lives and then to watch you make a difference in somebody else's lives. Uh, man, it's just amazing. So we're so blessed that how can we not get behind what they're doing and what you guys are doing? So just blessings upon you and blessings upon Girl Defined. I hope everybody who's watching gets to come to San Antonio yes. or watch online, but more, even more fun, I think, in person. Yeah. So, yeah, we just love you guys oh, and just you. appreciate it. So, all right.
0: Yeah. All right. You're on it. Success. Yeah, success. I mean, I I know it sounds my answers I I hate when they come across as like, well, that's just the spiritual answer. But I really (laughs) do believe it. And it's these are like, you know, we talked about prayer life earlier. These really are prayers of mine. And I think of Jesus, he is the ultimate example, you know, and it's not just, well, what's, what's success? Jesus, like, no, like, give us some more, you know, but I think of his life, and what was his purpose? Well, one, it was to do the will of the Father. That was his main goal, to do what was his Father's will, and then yeah. the Bible says that he came not to be served, but to serve, mm. and to give his life as a ransom for many, and so I think our purpose in life should be, one, to do the will of the Father, God, not just our earthly Father, but God, to yeah. be in his word and say, okay, what, how would God want me to live? What does wisdom look like? What does love look like? What are character qualities that he would want me to to show to those around me from the inside out? And then I need to be like Jesus and pray God help me to live this life not to be served but to serve and so I think if we raised our kids and if the girl defined sisterhood if we you know in this room lived our life and we said our main priority is God I want to do your will help me to do the will of you like that's my biggest prayer and then help me to be someone who doesn't live life to be served but to serve others like how drastically would that change our churches our communities our families I mean how often do we just in our own families have the expectation, like, I should be served. We would never say that, but why do we get mad when something doesn't go our way, or why do we get frustrated or upset? It's because we want people to put us as the number one, you know, but right. God's saying, no, like, you should live to love others, to focus on others, to give your life for others. That's, that's what Jesus did. Yeah. He's the ultimate example, and to me, if we raised our kids up like that, that would be so successful in my opinion. Right,
1: right. Man, that's so I don't know what do you think?
0: You are the wise father.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was great. I think yeah, you're amazing on the spot with uh with this. Yeah. Well, I love to talk. So
0: if you made me write it down, it would be like you'd see my brain like frozen like <laughs> bing, bing. but if I can talk like
1: when you do talks, like are they written out beforehand?
0: Um, you know, or we yeah, How do you do that? If it's on – if it's, like, an actual conference and we have a specific topic, yeah. we do, Kristen and I, or if it's just us individually, we definitely prepare notes because we want to make sure that we are not missing, like, the main point. But we have both – for Kristen and I, actually, both – the fewer notes we have, the better the talk goes. Really? If we have a lot of notes, it's – we feel like we have to stay on yeah. track and it becomes a lot less natural. Yeah. And I think that's – a huge part of why people, you know, come to the Girl Define conference is they love the personalities and the energy, right. and they, you know, how we are on YouTube or on like these Instagram lives or whatever it is. They like that, and yeah. the more we are like
1: tied rigid, for notes, same yeah. to a so manuscript. we do not like we've never yeah.
0: written out like, oh, here's our whole talk, and we're just yeah. gonna, you know, go. That would just make me want to cry. I could never, <laughs> I could never do that. So the more you know, free reign you give me, and the less yeah. notes, the more confident I feel, which is. <laughs> kind of weird but that's, no, just that's awesome yeah that's great <laughs> but i feel like you are the same way when we come here you have like very few notes and you just
1: well you, you guys are so easy to talk to yeah we're just going for it i love it well i do like to and obviously i've not read this book yet i do like to read the books before people come on so you're gonna have to tell me about this book because yeah. it really did and thank you for bringing me two Absolutely. copies i'm really selfishly like thinking okay um, our oldest daughter lives at home with yeah. us, is going to school online. She definitely is going to get one. For and sure. then part of me is like, okay, I should give this other one away. I should. <laughs> I'm so selfish. Okay, I'm going to give it away somehow. Yes, you need to give it away. <laughs> I, will, si- I will. special
0: signed copies. I Those are actually the first two copies I ever signed. So what? Yeah, Kristen. So you are very lucky to have the –
1: Oh, my go gosh. Go down in
0: history, the first oh ones ever. Oh, my <laughs> gosh.
1: That is amazing. For real?
0: For real. Well,
1: that makes me want to figure out a way that we could give it to one of your loyal people oh, watching.
0: You're so kind. I
1: mean, because that is really a big deal. So I don't know how we can do that, but if um, if there's a way on Instagram, you can let me know that somebody
0: oh yeah um, gets it,
1: and you'll let me know. I don't know, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. They, you know, my Instagram's down right now, so otherwise, it's would say tag me or whatever. But if
0: they if they share this live afterwards and tag us, okay, we can pick one of them as the winner. Okay, all right. So you have to share it when this live ends, girls. You have to share it to your Instagram stories and then tag girl to find. And then one of you is going to get the one of the first ever signed copies of Shine Bright. That's so Steve's cool. Steve's idea. I wasn't even that generous. Look at you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just think that's so cool. One of the first two. Yeah. Man. Okay. So Woo. Yeah. Shine
0: Bright, you know, actually did uh, have been poll it. We do like little surveys and polls over the years, but every time we ask our sisterhood about quiet time, spending time in God's word, um, Uh, typically like 85% say that they really struggle to make that a daily habit and many it's like I just, you okay. know, like, I want this to happen, but I really, really struggle. So we're talking like the majority of these are Christian girls who want yeah. to meet God's word and they're saying, I really struggle. And I just did several polls recently and it was like 85% again saying, I really, really struggle. And the biggest reason is yes. because most of them feel like I don't have a plan. I don't know what to do. Okay. So it feels very right. overwhelming. I get up in the morning and it's like, I don't know what I, will just get to the day, you know, like yeah. I, and then you look back at the end of the day and even though it could just take 15 or 20 minutes, you're like, you just don't prioritize it because you don't know what you're doing. And so um, that's one of the hugest and biggest reasons that Kristen and I wrote Shine Bright, 60 Days to Becoming a Girl Defined by God, because it gives you a plan. This is not God's Word, and it is not the Bible, but the whole purpose of Shine Bright, this devotional, is to point you to God's Word. So every single day uh, in the devotional, it starts with a passage in Scripture. So at the top you're going to read a passage of Scripture, and then as you work through the devotional, it's going to be very down-to-earth and applicable to young women and women, because that's obviously our audience. um, And we go into all sorts of topics we talk about everything from you know anxiety to you know past sexual struggles to ways to study the bible so all things that young women need to know about yeah. we address each d- different day something different but then at the end we always have a ready to go deeper section Yeah, and we challenge them in that section to open up their bibles for themselves sometimes we challenge them to read a whole chapter and sometimes it's just to go deeper in a verse so really if you set aside. 15 or 20 minutes max, you are going to have a plan to have a quiet time that morning. And you're not just going to be in the devotional if you really do it right. And you you know, you know don't just skip over the digging deeper section. You're going to open up your Bible for yourself. And by the end of the 60 days, I really believe if you do this and you do the digging deeper that you are going to feel as a young woman or a woman so inspired and excited about God's word and excited to dig deeper because you'll have seen like, oh, wow, it is possible to spend 15 to 20 minutes every day getting into the word and it doesn't have to feel so overwhelming. I think when we approach quiet time or Bible time or Bible study, we think, okay, I've got to like open up the hardest book like Leviticus or Deuteronomy (laughs) and I need three hours. And it's like, yes, those times are great and we can set aside those times. But every day just having a simple plan can be so beneficial. And oftentimes that helps us actually accomplish having that quiet time rather than setting these huge like – you know, five star goals that we can't really realistically ever reach and then not being legalistic about it. Like this is not earning your salvation. The goal should be to learn more about God, to love him more. So praying like you were talking about prayer and just saying, God, please give me a desire for your word. Open my eyes to learn something new. And we all know, you know, the Bible is the inspired word of God and it is a two edged sword and we can continue to learn from it. You know, it will not return void for the rest of our lives. So we don't have to worry that we're going to run out, you know, like we can study it Every day, forever, and we'll continue to learn something new. So that's what makes it so exciting. And that's what I love about this new devotional Shine Bright is that it offers that simple plan. So you know, okay, for 60 days, I've got a plan. And that, you know, that big struggle I have of not knowing what I'm doing is taking care of for the next 60 days. And yeah. then you can look back and you can literally just start over because i you probably forgot what was in day one, you know, so right, you, could, right. you could go through it again. You could do 120 days and just do it twice. I love that. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the the idea behind it and why we created it.
1: Yeah. And I love it. Just even barely getting to like peruse as we're talking. Um, I love that it's, it's short, but it, yeah. you know, you talked about the personality and that comes out right away. Yes, I'm just having does. to be on day 13 and it's called better to be speechless uh, and the scriptures right there. It's just beautiful. Let no corrupting talk come mm. out of your mouth. Yeah. But only such as good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So already you're starting with the Word of God. But then I love the personality. You and your dad are at breakfast. Yes. You talk about that. And I love that you weren't anticipating. It says – I'm not going to read the entire chapter. We could have Bethany if you want. But it says, wow, you're freakishly tall. And then I love you like you're like um, – the worldly part of me might have relished skewering her with a clap back like, wow, you're freakishly rude. <laughs> So I love yeah. that you're sharing your heart and your life For experiences, sure. and it's just a great, um, great place to start. So yeah. I love it.
0: Well, you know, we, I think that's the whole point too. Come is on, like, y'all
1: are good.
0: <laughs> you Go feel on. like you feel like. Well, is the Bible even relatable to me? Yeah. Like, do I? Yeah. Is it? like is it just so outdated and the world would tell us like eh, don't you know like that is so outdated no like you know right. just everything when it comes to gender or just sexuality it's like right. there's a whole you know like you got it. you gotta ditch God's word but I think it's really cool in this devotional we bring up those modern issues that young women are facing today and we say hey we can go back to God's timeless word and we can see that he actually addresses this stuff you know yeah. he may not say it in the exact words that you know the, the media or your favorite you know YouTuber or TikToker Is is using the words, but God does give us, you know, everything we need for life and godliness. And he speaks a lot about sexuality and identity and gender. And he is clear about a lot of that. We just have to be willing to actually look and listen and say, just like I said earlier, like, okay, God, I want to do your will. I want to do the will of my Father. You are my creator. And if we humbly submit to him and we go in with a heart of humility, wanting to learn and actually see what God says, I think that our minds and hearts really will be transformed. Um, but we just have to be willing and actually open scripture. And I guarantee you that I think a lot of people, even Christians who are buying into a lot of these new ideas and they're very popular and it seems like you're someone loving or hateful if you don't agree with these ideas. I think a lot of us have never actually gone to God's word and studied it. And we've never actually really yeah. saw it with a humble heart. God, what do you have to say? What is your heart for this? What is your character like? And we just kind of listen to the the most compelling, loudest, even Christian voices out there. Right. Maybe it's even your pastor, but you're not truly going to God's word for yourself. So again, it comes back to my prayer. I pray that young women will be women who actually go to the word themselves. And this is a tool to get them into the word. That's, that's the entire point. It's not just, oh, shine bright, our new devotional. It's like, I hope that they go to the Word as a right. result of getting this devotional.
1: Yeah, I think this is such a beautiful thing. It's just It's got me just very excited. I'm thinking about my youth group girls. I'm yeah. just thinking, dang, how am I going to get all these books for these <laughs> girls? Because um, I just love it. I think what you said is so right on. Uh, I'm, now I'm on day 15. Once upon a time, I, Bethany, did a super foolish thing. I, I want to read more. I want to know what's going on there. Yes. <laughs> I know you don't have the book
0: memorized. I know, I'm like, wait, what did I say? What what was the foolish what's thing the that next I did? Thing?
1: Uh but while you oh, look yes. it up. while you look it up and then you can share with us. But um yeah. I just think it's beautiful a uh, plan for people, uh for girls in particular, who want to have a quiet time, but you've made it so simple to open up and get into the Word of God and get that hunger. It's like putting a little taste of honey on your tongue, and it's just like, oh, I want more. Mm-hmm. And, and this is just brilliant. I just love this. All right, day 15, anything did yeah. you want to share with us about well, yeah. the super foolish thing? I love that it wasn't just foolish, Bethany. <laughs> it was super foolish. What was it? I yes. haven't read it.
0: So I'll give them a little taste, and then they'll have to go get Shen okay Ray to get the yes. Full, yes. full scoop. But it was basically a time. I am extremely pale. It's (laughs) no... I'm extremely... So I'm you? extremely pale. It's just always been been that way. I think someone in my family once made a joke. There was like a super white wall and they're like, oh, look, Bethany's arm's in front of it, but we can't even tell because she's so pale. It's always been the joke in our family that I am like the most pale. So basically if I go outside, it's like I get scorched. You know, like I turn into a, like a, a lobster. I just get sunburned immediately. Yeah. Um, and so I, it was Kristen and I and a friend, and we were staying for this friend's birthday like, at a really fun resort, and it was the middle of summer. And so oh, gosh. they're like... Kristen and this friend can both, like, tan. And so they're like, let's go lay by the pool and tan. And so I'm, I'm like, yeah, I want to do this. And a lot of my mindset behind it was because I wanted to, like, be cool. You know, it's like, oh, they, I hear being tan is what's in. So I want to be right. tan. And I just decided to put away the fact that I am really pale and just, a, you know, a, hoped that maybe – My skin would transform in that moment and it would tan. (laughs) So I literally went out and laid out there with them for hours and didn't put on any sunscreen. And I literally, it was so painful, so bad. And honestly, it's, and they can read more about it in the story, but it was, this was literally like 12, fifteen years ago, this was a while ago, but my skin was so damaged that literally on my legs to this day, my skin in certain areas is completely like discolored and it wow. is was literally damaged because of that burn. And oh um, it was gosh. literally like I don't know what degree burn it was but right. burn I had these oh. huge blisters oh. and I had to get Ouch. all this special like ointment. It was so painful. But it was just a reminder to me of like wow I was willing to sacrifice so much to really because I wanted to measure up or okay. to fit into a certain standard and as women that's such a huge struggle, you know, wanting to look a certain way or yeah. be a certain way or fit in and it's always changing. The measure of success is always changing, you know. Yeah. It's like, okay, this being Tam might be in one year and the next year it's like, oh no, just embrace your natural skin tone, whatever. Right. Having this color of hair or curly or straight, it's like for women, it's all there's always something new, always something different. You know, yeah. every year we have the most beautiful woman who's on the magazine and it's like, okay, so now we we should all look like her if she's the most beautiful. Is that right. is that what we should look like? Um, and so there's just this pressure to measure up and to conform. And that was one way I tried to fit the mold. When it clearly God gave me my pale skin, and I can glorify Him and serve Him. And My husband loves my pale skin. He doesn't care, you know. Um, But if I'm so focused on what other people think, then I'm not going to like that. But if I'm focused on remembering, like, God doesn't make mistakes and he knitted me together in my mother's womb. And I can fearfully and wonderfully Mm. praise him exactly the way that he created me with my pale skin and all. Um, But sometimes, you know, we don't like that and we want to go scorch. Scorch our bodies in the sun, and I still got the, you know, still have the skin issues to remind me (laughs) (laughs) that I need to just glorify God with this this that He gave me.
1: (laughs) Okay, let me ask you this, and maybe you just answered that. So just tell me, Steve, you already answered that. Mark can edit it out. But, um, you know, I I feel like I hear just either women or girls that we work with just sometimes the phrase, I'm not enough. Can you speak to that unless you're just like – I just yeah. talked about that, Steve, about being content. What? Yeah. How would you – do you hear that? I mean yeah. is that something? Or... Yeah. Oh,
0: for sure. OK. And I mean I might be a little controversial. I don't know your perspective on this, so I'll just say what let's, I
1: think. Oh, let's go. <laughs> good Good radio. Good radio.
0: So I, <laughs> I am really not a fan of the whole messaging of like you are enough and you need to just embrace – just like kind of like who you are mm. and your inner truth and just that whole message that yeah. goes with it. So when people, and I see Christian messages like this all the time, you do. like okay. you are enough sister. Like you, you like that oh, literally I you see. are enough. I um, see. And just like your enoughness. I mean, there's a enoughness. they on Instagram. They call them reels. Now they're kind of like TikTok videos, but there's one that's going around and it's basically the voice is saying, and people kind of like reenacting mm-hmm. it in different ways. But like, I like have everything that I need. I have, I am who I am. Ah, I have all that I need within me to be everything that I ever want to be. And I feel like that is not a message that we teach at Girl Defined because when we're all sinners, we're all fallen humans. And so at the end of the day, when we're standing and looking in the mirror and we know like we have, whether you would call it sin or not, you know, whether you lied, you were really rude to someone, you look in the mirror and you just don't like the way that you are to look and say, I am enough. You know, like how is that really going to work, you know? And so I think what we need to do instead is to 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 say – God you are enough and in you I have everything that I need to live for you. And yeah. so instead of focusing on ourselves and saying I am enough, we need yeah. to look at Christ and say, "Wow, like without you I am nothing. I am lost. I mm. am broken mm. and actually our not enoughness is a blessing because it drives us to what we actually need and where true worth and value is found. But if we felt if we try to, you know, put a big band-aid on it and say like we are enough, then we why would we turn to Christ? Why would we remember our need for the gospel? And why would, you know, when we you know, have that secret struggle that we're dealing with. I mean, things like pornography and, and sexual struggles, girls deal with this all the time. We talk about this on Girl Defined and they are always emailing us saying, I have this secret struggle, or I did this with a boyfriend or I, you know, I cheated or whatever it was. And nobody knows. And to just say, I am enough. Like that's kind Mm. of taking us away from what our soul truly needs. But when we say I am not enough and the shame that I am experiencing, this is actually a blessing because it's going to drive me to the cross where Jesus takes away all my shame. And he says that, you know, for John 1 9 that if we ask and confess he will forgive us and so we can accept that forgiveness like mm. we don't need to forgive ourselves we have we have nothing to forgive we have no power we have no authority right. we are just broken so instead we go to Christ and he says I forgive mm. you I love you you are my beloved daughter and it's my worth on you that gives you everything you need you are my righteousness is given to you so instead of saying you are enough say he is enough and let's mm. go to him and our That's not good. enoughness yeah so, I don't know. That's my
1: take on it. That's awesome, Bethany. (laughs) What do you think? Great. I love that. Well, I think um, in ministry in the last year or two, like I continue to kind of learn about sort of identifying the different lies. Mm. Like what are the lies we hear? But then you've got to find like God's truth. For sure. And so if that's the truth is that. Yeah, I'm. I don't have to be enough. Yeah. It's that God is enough. It's always about trying to identify. Okay, well, what's God's truth? This is yeah. the lie. Yeah, exactly. And then you could see how you know the world could spin it just a little bit different. So no, you are enough. Instead of wait a second, you know.
0: Yeah. It's
1: God. Yeah. It's His grace that yeah. is enough for me, no for matter sure. what. So yeah, yeah it's I like good, digging Bethany. a little bit, like you know, yeah. more to
0: the root issue because I just feel like ah, even yeah. so many of like, modern Christian Bible teachers and stuff. It's, you know, like, okay, are we really helping women? Like, are we really giving them what they need to truly thrive and live for God's glory? Or are we just kind of making them feel better about themselves for a minute, you know? And then they go home and they're like, well, that didn't last that long, (laughs) you know? So I just... I want to give lasting answers. Right.
1: Oh, that's awesome. All right. Um, We did definitely hit our 25 (laughs) minutes and 26. So anything else that you – you're welcome to stay as long as you want. Um, We'll just talk for hours. (laughs) So give me a couple of last thoughts that you just feel like you'd like to share or talk about the conference or anything else about the book.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would love it, whether you are a parent listening, a youth teacher, or you know someone who is, you know, a young woman or a woman, single or married, really, or even a teenager, that could just use some encouragement getting into the Word. Mm. Um, you know, Shine Bright, 60 Days to Becoming a Girl Defined by God really is a great gift book. We wanted to create a hardback that, you know, is yeah. really beautiful Ooh, looking. It is. Um, so it's a great gift. Um, and I think that encouraging the young women around you whether it's a daughter or someone in your church I think is so huge you know we need to be reminded of you know the importance of God's word and so you know sometimes young women aren't as open like okay if you give me something like you need to read your Bible more here's a study Bible they might be like I don't want that but sometimes if you give right. them something that's written by two ladies who are just a little bit older than them that you feel like they can relate we're talking about things that relate to them right. it might just be a good segue into getting them into the word so Shine that's Bright beautiful. Um, you can get it at girldefined.com slash shine or of course wherever books are sold uh, but that's girldefined.com shine is where you can get all the info and then if you go to girldefined.com you can get all the details about our conference on July 30th and 31st which is all about letting your light shine. We t- we're going to you know, capitalize on the theme of this book and really dig deeper. We're bringing in some awesome speakers. Yeah. We're going to have a complete online simulcast version of the conference as well for those who don't feel comfortable, don't want to come in person. And then we'll also have the in-person here in San Antonio on July 30th and 31st. Um, but just go to girldefined.com for all the details on Shine Bright the book and the conference.
1: All right. That is awesome. Any last encouragement you want to tell your people? That was beautiful. Anything else you want to add?
0: Yeah. Thank you all so much for for, for joining us. This has been so fun. I This is the first time we've ever done this. So I, I just hope it's still going or, you know, <laughs> y'all are enjoying this. I have no idea. I can't see it. Uh, but this has been great. And I'll definitely, you know, I want to do these more. Thank you so much, Steve, for
1: Anytime. For letting
0: us, and it's Mark, right? been. Mark marksman. has been dealing with our sound and probably turning me down because I get so loud when I laugh. So thank you, Mark, <laughs> for, for helping us sound good.
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you and Kristen um, just for answering God's call again Aww. and making such a difference in so many young ladies' lives and those girls that grow up and become moms and wives and are living a godly life. I mean, you guys are doing such an incredible Mm -hmm. job, so just thank you for doing that and your family blessings upon them as well. Um, and this this book cover is beautiful like it's got the little like glitter fun? things yes. coming out of the sun it's awesome I know it's awesome so uh, yeah Bethany thank you so much and Absolutely. we're excited I'll be talking to my associate youth leader Desiree and and figuring out what girls we can get to your conference yes. pardon me just wants to sneak in but I know I'm not going to do that so that's okay but it's just really exciting yeah. to see what you guys are doing and yeah. it's amazing we'll so. give
0: you we give you permission to do a small sneak in with the other okay. male volunteers you can okay sneak in All with all them right. at The sound booth. <laughs> all right.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, this is just awesome. So, uh, girldefined.com, like Bethany said, has everything. They've got all those books. They've got another book on the way, but do not, do not miss Shine Bright. So I don't know where Mark has me, but Shine Bright: sixty days to becoming a girl defined by God. And uh, man, it's just love it. I just love Thank it. So, so yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to sign off and just remind you um, what these girls are, even though our ministry is called Very Bold. They are very bold. And to be very bold means to live out your life mm. shining bright for Jesus. Sometimes when the world sees your light, they turn to God. Mm. And sometimes they're so confused by your love and your joy and peace and they're jealous of it. So instead mm. of being drawn towards God, they're kind of repelled and they take it out on you. And it's very hateful and it's hurtful and makes it harder, but it just makes it that much more important that your identity, my identity, mm. Bethany's identity is in Jesus Christ and who we are in him. We are saved, we are forgiven, we have the Holy Spirit, we have his word, we have so much, we have the gifts that he's given us to make a difference in this world. And that's the way it goes. You know, Jesus even said, the sower goes out, he sows seeds, and some of it lands on the path, some of it lands on rocks, some of it among thorns, Mm -hmm. and all those, that's what you're living out when you're living out for Jesus, you get that. But then the fourth one is some of it is on good soil, Mm -hmm. And it just changes and it becomes that light and becomes that magnet. And people do say to you, man, you're handling this hard situation with grace and love. What is different about you? And you have that opportunity to say, it's Jesus. It's Christ in me. That's it. So I'm excited for you. Even though this life is hard, take heart. Jesus said, you will have troubles. I will have troubles. We will have troubles. But Jesus said, take heart. I've overcome this world. My peace I give you, not as the world gives you. So today, whatever you're going through, I want you to experience that peace. You are loved by Jesus. And then the scripture that we use, we're not going to sign off just yet. Mark's got a good trigger finger. He's the marksman. The scripture is 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. But I just want to say that that's what they are. They are very bold because of this hope, because of this reality, knowing Jesus Christ, the power of his resurrection, the power of sharing in his sufferings gives us great hope. And so we are very bold and I encourage you guys to do the same. Be sure to pick up this book for somebody, somebody in your life, your youth group, your daughter whoever shine bright man this is awesome stuff all right love you guys have a great day you can email me steve at Verybold.com. steve at Verybold.com. if you're still on there i'm going to take one of these books you're going to get me whoever it is and i will send them i will send them their book so just be letting (laughs) me know about that get a name for me and you'll be getting that one of these two books amazing amazing stuff all right we love you guys have a great day be very bold
0: very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com